fantasy time. Uh, yeah, we're talking fantasy sports, not dear penthouse. But don't worry, winning your league is way better than porn. This is fantasy hockey time with Dean Millard. Can you dig it? Presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. Can you dig it? Get in the game where you own the game. Joe own the Chiefs. Owns. 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 Hello there and welcome to another edition of Fantasy Hockey Time. Presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. My name is Dean Millard and we are proudly broadcasting on the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network, your one-stop fantasy sports shop. We're going to tell you about that as we go along this program. And the reason we're doing this show is to try to help you win your league, but also make it a lot better, more fun, more entertaining. Most of us are in fantasy for entertainment. Some of us play really high stakes and try to win a lot of money, like in the UFHL where the prize pool is over $50,000, and we've spread that out over a couple of years, uh, over $31,000 this year alone. So some of us do play uh, some high-stakes fantasy sports, and that means that we get impacted by things like the NHL trade deadline. So let's get to things now, start things off with the question of the day. This is a serious message. Peace and love. Peace and love. All right. The question of the day, what is the biggest NHL trade that has impacted your fantasy team here down the stretch as we are uh, very much approaching the trade deadline? Uh This show goes up live at 8 a.m. Mountain Time on Monday. Whenever you're listening to this, the the trade deadline easily could have been passed. So for me, it was Sunday night, the Taylor Hall trade. And, you know, know, big name gets on the move. I don't have Taylor Hall in fantasy, but I do have David Krejci. And it sounds like David Krejci and uh, Taylor Hall are going to play together on the second line. Um, I was chatting with Craig Button, who I do... uh, tracking the draft with every Wednesday, and he thinks it's an ideal matchup. Uh, Krejci uh, hopefully will be the setup guy. Hall will finish. Uh, some speed on that line with Taylor Hall. Uh, so it's interesting. The Bruins didn't even have to give up a first-round pick. There were other teams that actually gave up first-round picks and got um, you know players not nearly as skilled as Taylor Hall. Uh, but uh, maybe the market dwindled for the Buffalo Sabres. So that's it for me. Uh, the uh, biggest trade that has impacted my fantasy team is Taylor Hall going to the Boston Bruins. We'll touch more on that in a little bit. But hit me up on Twitter. Chime in with your answer. And uh, please let me know what you think in regards to our question of the day. Big thanks to our title sponsor, Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. It's the most realistic and easily the highest stakes fantasy platform out there. I told you uh, that our uh, prize platform or our prize package pool is a progressive pool and it's over $50,000. An expansion franchise just sold for ten grand U.S. 
because these aren't just fantasy hockey players. It's not just a fantasy hockey team. They are NFTs. UFFS is on the Zillica blockchain. So these are NFTs. They're digital assets. We have the UFHL, which mirrors the NHL, the UFAHL covering off the American Hockey League. And I haven't seen a whole lot of American Hockey League platforms out there. This platform is next level. You will want to get in on this as quickly as you can, especially if you're a golf fan. They have the Ultimate Fantasy Golf Association. Rosters uh, or uh, franchises will be auctioned off this August on August 8th and just announced the Ultimate Fantasy Basketball Association is on the way. Uh, Alex is going to do great things. He's the head of basketball, and, man, that is going to be exciting. So get in the game where you own the game. Give them a follow on Twitter at UFF Sports and follow UFS Network as well uh, to keep up to date with some great fantasy programming, and we'll be telling you about that as we roll along here. This is what we have for the lineup, uh, three and a half stars of the week, uh, the top three players, and an honorable mention. Five lineup decisions will be a deadline edition. Uh, five players who were traded, uh, and what kind of an impact will they have on your lineup? Unfortunately, once again, a full MASH 4077 unit. Uh, some guys, some really skilled guys, one in particular out for the season. I'll make a bold prediction. I'll vote somebody on and off Fantasy Island. Uh, fantasy Beef, what's bugging you? Hit me up on Twitter, at Duck Millard, and tell me what your Fantasy Beef is. And in rules of fantasy engagement, I will uh, give you uh, at least one suggestion per week uh, on how you can improve your league. All right, this is how you get in touch with me. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Like, who the hell else are you talking? You talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Uh, I'm the only one in this room. My wife is in the other room. Um, so, But feel free to hit me up on Twitter, at Duck Millard. Or you can email me, fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com. You can also uh, email ufsn at uffsports.com and you can give them a follow at ufs network if you have a fantasy sports show and you would like to join our network we're looking for outstanding programming please hit us up and check out the website fantasyhockeytime.com all right i think we are indeed ready to go let's drop the puck Game on! All right, uh, we will start things off with our three and a half stars of the week uh, since last Monday when the fantasy week began. And the honorable mention goes to defenseman Chris Letang of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, a goal, six helpers in just three games. Uh, one of those on the power play, if you get bonus for that. And he did reach double digits in uh, three games when it comes to shots. When it comes to shots, rather, ten shots for uh, Chris Letang. Uh, the third star tonight is, uh, or this week rather, uh, not, it's not. We didn't have a game tonight. It's uh, we're not at the Montreal Forum where the uh, uh, the three stars are announced uh, were announced so beautifully. Uh, the third star of the week, Connor Hellebuck of the Winnipeg Jets, three and zero, perfect week. Uh, 75 saves on 80 shots, so he really was close to being perfect. In one game, he, in fact, was perfect as he picked up a shutout. 938 save percentage and a 
uh, goals against average. So safe to say, if you were uh, in a weekly league and you have Hellebuck, uh, you won the league. Easily. You won your week easily. If you were in a daily league, as long as the uh, the caddy, the other guy that you have, didn't uh, you know throw up all over himself on the ice, you were probably winning the week as well. Uh, Rupe Hints is number two. The Dallas Stars forward had two goals, six assists for eight points. In four games, he was plus five, if you have plus minus in your league. Three of them on the power play. Uh, he had just six shots. Um, and it's interesting, he was a game-time decision on Sunday night, and he scored and set up the game-tying goal as well uh, and just had six shots this week. Uh, so if you're in a shots league, that's that's unfortunate, but you'll take the eight points as well uh, from Hints And the number one star, Toronto Maple Leaf, Sniper Austin Matthews, he had the reverse of hints. He had six goals and two assists. And there's a lot of leagues where goals are weighted. Um, I think goals and points should be weighted extra. I don't think, uh, then everything else. But I don't think goals should be weighted more than points. Um, Although there is the opportunity to get two assists on every goal. Uh, But Austin Matthews had his point totals, eight of them, in just three games. So very impressive. He had the hat trick as well. In that contest, if uh, I don't know if there are leagues that have bonuses for hat tricks, I've, I've seen some of them uh, from time to time. Uh, plus three for Matthews, one goal on the power play, one was a game winner, and he racked up 14 shots. So six goals on 14 shots uh, from Austin Matthews is uh, you know pretty impressive stuff uh, when when you're when you're uh, looking at uh, the the amount of goals that uh, don't get scored uh, in the NHL. So. Austin Matthews, uh, bravo, as our first star of the week. All right, let's now get to five lineup decisions, and this, as mentioned, is the deadline edition. Uh, First of all, the uh, biggest one is Taylor Hall to the Boston Bruins. So this impacts Hall's value because he's obviously going to a contending team. Um, You're going to like that if you're heading into your playoffs in the next couple of weeks once he gets kind of used to everything with Boston. Uh, this should be pretty good. Um, interesting. Uh, he uh, Tyler Sagan was drafted by the Boston Bruins. Uh, Taylor Hall went ahead of him to the Edmonton Oilers, and now uh, Hall could have went to, to the Boston Bruins, and he ends up uh, back with uh, the uh, or ends up in in Boston now after this trade. So the value for Taylor Hall is obviously going up. And this is a guy that we had talked about uh, you know, a few episodes ago now um, that, you know, just just hold on to this guy. Uh, don't drop him if you were in uh, some, some shallow uh, fantasy leagues where other guys were outperforming him. Stash him on the roster. Obviously, you're in a dynasty league. You weren't getting rid of him anyway. Or, you know, I'm not sure Taylor Hall would be a keeper depending on what the rest of your roster is. And if you have like four keepers or things like that. Uh, but now you're being rewarded for holding on to him. So he's going to the Boston Bruins. Sounds like he's going to play on the second line with David Krejci, and that also has value for guys like uh, that have Krejci. Hands up right here. I have a guy on one of my or one of my leagues. I do have David Krejci, and I actually took him out of the lineup uh, looking at this week uh, earlier. And then Taylor Hall got traded. Uh, you know, reached out, uh, was asking, talking with Craig Button about where he might play. He's going to slide right there on Krejci, which I thought he would, but who knows? Maybe I thought they would try him on the third line. Maybe Jake DeBrusque moves up or something like that. But it does sound like Hall is going to play with Krejci, and that means I put Krejci back in my lineup. Even though he got skunked last week, no points, and he's 
really struggling. Yeah, if there's an ever a time in this season that he's probably going to get going, it's right now. So Hall to the Bruins has a bit of a ripple effect in that regard. Devin Dubnik to the Avalanche. He's likely your backup, and now he is a backup for the Avalanche. Good depth guy if your league goes into the playoffs, into the Stanley Cup playoffs like we do with the Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League. We actually have a redraft uh, so that franchises like mine Duckman's domination. When they don't make the playoffs, my players that are going to the playoffs get picked up. So if you're in one of those leagues, uh, like the UFHL, although there's really nothing like the UFHL, um, this is a guy to have as uh, some protection if uh, if your goalie goes down. Now, this is only going to work out if he gets some playing time from the Avalanche, and that's probably not going to happen. But at least it's a depth guy. Uh, if you have, if you you know you you're not trading for Devin Dubnik, um, but if you have Devin Dubnik, at least he's going to a, a team that you know is going to play better. And if he does get when he does get in there, he's uh, he's going to have uh, a better team in front of him. Uh, so if you're in daily leagues, it's an opportunity for to maybe get more wins out of Devin Dubnik. Henrik Borgstrom is an interesting one. He goes to the Chicago Blackhawks. And this is a guy that you probably want to scoop up if you are in a dynasty league. He's just 23 years old. He was unsigned in Florida, so he still has to sign a deal uh, with the Blackhawks. But there is some potential there. Uh, Debrinkat has played really well with um, Patrick Kane and Pew Suter as well. Uh, so there is kind of precedent for young players that have maybe been given up on or you know have not succeeded in their first stop uh, they catch a little bit of lightning with Patrick Kane and, and you know maybe if, if Jonathan Taves if he returns next year uh, Borgstrom slides in with him there or something so uh, Borgstrom's just an interesting guy that if you're in some dynasty leagues and you have roster spots uh, he might even qualify as a, a, a rookie I don't I haven't looked at his um, his career numbers uh, but this is an interesting guy that you might want to stash on your lineup and see if next year, if you have room, uh, if you're rebuilding, uh, or if you're a contending team and you want to just you know end up with a Pew Suter or, or Debrinkat that's playing with Kane, uh, Borgstrom could be a guy to uh, stash on your lineup. Uh, Kyle Palmieri to the Islanders. Looks like he's going to slot on the third line, but could move up if there's an injury or maybe somebody slumps. Um, the interesting thing with the Islanders is there are five players with double-digit goals. And Palmieri, who has already scored with his new team, is now two away from joining that group. So the Islanders uh, certainly seem like they would like to spread the scoring around. That's good news for Palmieri, uh, GMs and owners out there in fantasy hockey, uh, because he, you know, he's going to have a better opportunity. Uh, maybe he's not playing as high up in the lineup as he was with New Jersey. I'm not 100% sure where he was playing there. Uh, but still, third line on a on a team that you know could make a good playoff run or at least a really good run to the playoffs if, you're, if your league ends before the Stanley Cup playoffs and uh, you know give you an opportunity, a depth guy, if you do run into injuries. And Brandon Montour is uh, number five on our list today. He goes to the Florida Panthers. I'm not sure who he's going to be playing with, but he is uh, going to end up getting some minutes that Aaron Ekblad would normally be filling, and that means he will get some power play time. Joel Quenville has already said he's going to get some power play time. It might take him a little while to get acclimated uh, with the uh, the team and get used to the system and you know whatever role he might be playing. But 
Uh, he will get some power play time. Uh, will the right-handed, uh, skilled uh, defenseman uh, will help out. Nobody is uh, certainly replacing uh, a guy like Aaron Ekblad at all. Uh, he was having a Norris Trophy-type season. But uh, Brandon Montour uh, might be able to give some relief. And, you know, it's a, it's a bonus for uh, fantasy GMs and owners out there uh, that have hold, held on to him. Uh, you know, he was in a terrible situation. Nothing was good, just like Taylor Hall. And now he goes to uh, a team that uh, has a lot more skill uh, and, you know, pretty good coach in Joel Quenville as well. We mentioned Aaron Ekblad. He was in the MASH 4077 unit last week. Uh, let's uh, duck in there now and see how everybody is doing. Tis but a scratch. A scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. Well, what's that then? I've had worse. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look. Just a flesh wound. What are you going to do? Bleed on me? I'm invincible. All right. Well, unfortunately, a lot of guys in the National Hockey League are not invincible and uh, there are once again some big names in the mash 4077 unit and Zach Warensky unfortunately is out for the season uh, some of these guys will be back uh, shortly some of them may be a little bit longer but Zach Warensky is not going to be back until next year he is out for the season with a hernia scheduled to have surgery next week and from what I was told I was talking to a few different people today uh, apparently he's played with that sports hernia most of the year, if not all of the year. And uh, finally they just had to shut it down and fix it. So this is a guy, he was so good. Him and Seth Jones, uh, you know, going into the the playoffs the year before uh, that series where they beat Tampa uh, two years ago, they were unbelievable. Uh, so I really look forward to this guy getting back, you know, tried hard in the UFHL to actually trade for him and, you know, uh, this is uh, we're recording this on Sunday night. Uh, there's still an opportunity. Our trade deadline in that league is just like the NHL because we mirror everything about the NHL. So I might still trade for a guy like Zach Wierenski because I think he has so much potential. Uh, Charlie McAvoy, he is day to day with an upper body injury uh, for the Boston Bruins, uh, who have just had all kinds of Tuka Raska still on IR. Not sure what the heck is going on in uh, Boston, unfortunately. And then a whole bunch of question marks because these players are undisclosed. As we get closer and closer to the playoffs, I think you're going to see a lot more undisclosed. Ryan Nugent Hopkins of the Edmonton Oilers, undisclosed. Carey Price, day-to-day, undisclosed. Dante Fabro's week-to-week, at least that they came out and said that about Dante Fabro. See, he is uh, out week-to-week with... Who knows? Steven Stamkos left a game the other day. He's undisclosed in day-to-day. And Blake Wheeler, it's a concussion, and he is uh, day-to-day as well. So, so you know, like that, that is a really, really talented fantasy lineup right there uh, that is out for the season. You got an all-star goalie, uh, you know, a, a Vesna-caliber goalie. You got some pretty awesome defensemen in Warensky, McAvoy, and Fabro. And then how about those uh, those forwards up front there? Nugent Hopkins, Stamkos, and Wheeler. Man, that is a great fantasy lineup right there that is uh, on the shelf in the MASH 4077 unit. So very unfortunate indeed. All right, we're going to get to some bold predictions and vote some people on and off Fantasy Island when we come back from this little interlude. This is 
This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. Oh, I love that YouTube chirp of uh, Trache and Kevin Stevens. Trache's really high voice. Kevin Stevens really low voice. Anytime anybody, uh, my wife or I do something good, we always tell each other we're the best bellows. We're superstars. Anyway, Fantasy Hockey Time is part of the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network, your one-stop fantasy sports shop. We are building something all fantasy fans will love, and we're looking for quality programming to join us. Reach out if you're interested in being part of the rotation, whether you have a daily, weekly, or even monthly show. If it's about fantasy, we would love to chat. Follow at UFF Sports. Check out UFS Network for more information on how you can own the game. Hear me now and believe this later. Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. We want to pump you up. All right, so I mentioned earlier that the Taylor Hall trade has a ripple effect, and that is what is happening with my bold prediction this week. I'm doing David Krejci five assists, seven-point week uh, with uh, his new line mate, Taylor Hall. And, yes, I am looking forward to a victory to solidify a playoff spot and try to win a fantasy title in the Great White North Fantasy Hockey League. So I'm going. I'm hoping for a little karma, uh, you know, holding on and keeping David Krejci and thinking he might be able to turn it around. I'm I'm hoping that pays off this week uh, with a bold prediction of David Krejci putting up points with his new line mate, Taylor Hall. Welcome to Fantasy Island. All right, time to vote. Wendell is cut. Rudy is cut. Janie, you're gone. Steven, I like your hustle. Get him a uniform. Congratulations. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you, and you. All right, well, congratulations to uh, Philip Hronick of the Detroit Red Wings because uh, he was voted on to Fantasy Island this week. Uh, and because of that injury that I told you, the season-ending injury for Zach Wierenski, uh, he is being voted off Fantasy Island, but in a very nice way, and we're making sure he's very comfortable. Uh, unfortunately, I'm in, a, I'm in a keeper league. I need an extra defenseman, and I just uh, I can't I can't have an injured guy on uh, my roster, and I already have the uh, IR spots filled up. Uh, so I had to let Zach Wierenski go. Um, not sure he would have been one of my keepers next year or not. Uh, probably looking on the back end at a guy like, uh, Shea Theodore right now, but we'll see. I could always, uh, grab, uh, Zach Wierenski, uh, before the season. Uh, if I, if I need to, if I decide that I do want him as a keeper or one of my other I spot IR spots are, uh, are available, which is what I'm planning on doing is watching the waiver wire. Uh, but Heronic is a guy who, if you don't have plus minus and in this league, this Yahoo league that I'm in, uh, thankfully we don't have plus minus then, then he's good because the plus minus is not good in Detroit. Uh, but he does get some shots and he puts up a decent amount of points as well. So, 
Uh, not a bad pickup as kind of a depth uh, defenseman as we head into the stretch. In in that league that I'm in in uh, particular, um, you know, depending on how deep your league is, he's probably not a guy uh, that you're going to have on your roster. But certainly a guy that can fulfill a role for me in a pinch if I need it. It's a daily league, so at least he gets in there and uh, picks up a few categories for me. In that regard, all right, we're going to have our fantasy beef and rules of fantasy engagement right after this. Back to the pond, rookie. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. Dean Youngblood, 5 foot 10 inches, 160 pounds. He's 17 years old. An American kid from Stanton. Scored 92 goals this year so far for the Stanton Flyers. All right, well, this show would not be possible without the uh, support from Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. They thankfully have uh, supported me all along, and I am so thankful to be a part of their system. The Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League mimics everything about the NHL, My team is in the basement, but we have a lot of prospects because we have a 26-man roster, then a 27-player reserve list. There's a scouting program. My wife owns high-level scouting. Craig Button is the president of our scouting, so we feel we have a bit of a leg up. There's actual playoff series head-to-head. The the regular season, you just accumulate your points. You get in your standings. We have divisions. Then in the playoffs, you draft from the franchises that don't make it. And you fill out your roster and get rid of the players that obviously didn't make the NHL playoffs. Because these aren't just uh, fantasy players either. They're NFTs, digital assets. They're on the Zillica blockchain. And it is unbelievable. The future of fantasy is UFFS. And it's here. You can own the game and uh, get in the game. Follow UFF Sports on Twitter. And you can check out UFS Network, the ultimate fantasy sports network, uh, for more information. That is uh, what you are watching right now. Am I hot? Yeah, I'm hot. Get some bullcrap. I'm your huckleberry. Well, we're waiting. That's a crock of crap. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Boy, that escalated quickly. All right, so when it comes to my fantasy beef, um, it's it's more a fantasy beef with uh, the fantasy world, uh, karma, whatever you want to call it in general. Uh, I I just got slaughtered this week in one of my leagues. I don't know, I you know couldn't get it going. Guys slumped. David Krejci, as I mentioned, in one of those uh, one of those one of those guys. Uh, and, and it just seemed like every time I turned around, my opponent was scoring goals. So I thought, well, I got to have a lot of things go right on Sunday. Um, and, you know, one of them is a shutout. I need to get a uh, shutout, or not Sunday, uh, on the weekend. And one of them I needed a shutout last night, my last goaltending performance. That was on Saturday, rather. And Yekka Markstrom got the shutout for me uh, for the Calgary Flames. So my fantasy beef is that I got slaughtered, didn't come close, and I get that shutout in the final weekend when I have no chance at winning. 
Like I was, I had one category and that was the shutout. And, you know, today I got a couple of more, uh, you know, garbage time categories to, you know, to use a term that we use in fantasy when guys pick up points and blowouts. Um, I got, you know, a few measly categories, but you know, it's like, oh my God, what if I don't get that shutout again? And I, I don't believe in, um, you know, uh, jinxes or anything like that. I believe in karma and I would never tell a person they have a shutout or a no hitter. Uh, but me saying it out loud, I don't believe in it. I actually did it on Saturday night, and it happened, so I don't really believe in that uh, at all. But it's just like, oh, my goodness, why can't that shutout happen next week when I'm actually in contention and trying to make a, uh, uh, a run uh, at a title in, in that league? So, uh, th- you know, that's fantasy, though, right? Uh, you You have to take the points when you can. You don't really get to pick and choose. Uh, you know, what sort of fantasy uh, points, when and, and where you get them, or else everybody would be doing it, and it would be very easy. Smokey, this is not NOM. This is bowling. There are rules. I don't think it taints it. What you talk about, mister? All you have to do is follow three simple rules. All right, I just have one rule for you today on rules of fantasy engagement, and that is uh, to implement in, in, you know, if you're in a keeper league, in a dynasty league, and a minor league system. So um, two of the leagues that I'm in uh, that are just regular fantasy leagues on CBS, we have a minor league system. Uh, we have, I think, four players in hockey that you can saw, have signed uh, to a minor league contract. In baseball, actually in football too, we do. In baseball, we have six minor league spots. Uh, in football, in the one league that we're in, it's, it's quite cool. We have a rookie draft. And you can start those players as rookies and you get two years and they don't count against our cap. So that's kind of a a neat thing. I'll expand on that maybe another time and try to work it into a a hockey situation. But uh, every league, I I mean, pretty much has uh, the the CBS and then the UFHL. Like I said, we have a 27-player protected list uh, and ours is full. Well, it's not. It's we got a couple of spots, but we try to get as many players as as we can, and then we can use them as trade chips. But I think it's really cool to be able to, you know, you can focus on the draft a little bit more. You can stockpile for futures. Uh, so this this only really pertains to people in the the dynasty, and you know, I guess you could do it in a keeper league, and and you know, everybody gets a certain amount of uh, rookies and things like that. Uh, depending on how deep your league is, though, I think uh, a minor league system is something that uh, is pretty cool and it allows you to you know watch and cut, you know follow along uh, with the players that you have in their uh, respective junior leagues as well so uh, that's just something i think that uh, adds to the league and uh, you know for serious fantasy players you know you really want to know who the best players are you want to stash those guys in your rookie i know I, I watch a dodger game and every time i'm wanting to put somebody in on my baseball minor league system uh, so I highly encourage as the uh, the rule uh, advice or uh, rule suggestion this week is to have a minor league system in your fantasy hockey league. Okay, that means it's time to uh, wrap things up here on the program. If you would like to get in touch with me, it's fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com. If you have a question, a comment, if you'd like to uh, join the program as an advertiser, it's fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com. Fantasy Hockey Time is part of the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. UFSN is your one-stop fantasy sports shop. 
Follow along on Twitter at UFS Network and find us on YouTube at UFSN. If you have a fantasy sports show, please hit us up. If you'd like to join the fun, we would love to have you on board and uh, have some fun with us. By the way, we're going to be here live Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific uh, for the Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League Trade Deadline Special. Live show, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I'll be a part of it a little bit, but Darren Bates and Larry Fisher will be the main hosts of that one. All right, that is going to wrap things up. Obviously, big thanks to Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports uh, for always being a big part of this program. And uh, by the way, you can find the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network on YouTube. There it is right there. You can find all kinds of shows on the program. And here is our schedule. Every second Sunday, we have the UFFS podcast. This show comes out Monday mornings, 8 a.m. Mountain Time. Two-minute Tuesdays will come your way Tuesday morning. Tracking the draft with Craig Button on Wednesday afternoon. And UFHL now on Fridays, 4 p.m. Eastern. If you'd like to check out some other podcasts, find me at Podcast Alley. All right, that is going to wrap things up. Have yourself a great week. The deadline is just about here. And depending on when you're watching this, could be over. Enjoy your week in fantasy. I'm Dean Millard, helping you win your league and at the very least, make it better. Have a great week in fantasy, everybody.